Welcome to the Space of the Waste, featuring host Melody Edmondson. Do you struggle with the right look to complement your body shape? Have you tried so many different looks and styles only to be disappointed time and again? You've landed on the right program. We'll show you how to make the right style work in your favor. Now, here is Melody Edmondson. Hello. This is Good Day. Welcome to Voice America to the Variety Channel. I am your host, Melody Edmondson, and uh, this is The Space of the Waste. The first initial of my name is C because of my first name is Krista, and a lot of people have been emailing me asking uh, if I'm saying, if the advertisement is saying C-S-E-E, or is it initial? So I am going to tell you that it stands for the name Krista, C-H-R-A-S-T-A. And there are a lot of Melody Edmondsons that have written books or music. So I decided to distinguish myself from them by adding the initial of my first name, even though I go by my middle name, Melody. So uh, there you go. That's the reason for that. Uh, anyone that is tuning in for the first time and hasn't seen the last three episodes, you may go to www.voiceamerica.com and you can listen to the other three episodes. Getting great reviews on uh, the Laura Tanzer show, which was the second and the third show with Mike Dees. Today you've got just me because... Uh, Marin White, who was scheduled uh, to come in, uh, the Miss Missouri, she um, is ill, so today it's just me. But for the last uh, three shows, you go to that www.voiceamerica.com, and then you just put the space of the waste on the search bar. It'll take you to another page, and you write the same thing, the space of the waste. And then I pop up. And you can select any episode that you want to, to uh, listen to, to catch up with us so that I won't have to continue to recap. I've gotten some complaints about that. So I don't want to keep recapping. So I want to invite you all also to go to my Pinterest boards under the name of the show, The Space of the Waste, because if you want to see visually what I've been talking about for the body shapes, circle, square, uh, triangle, inverted triangle, or any of the six by their balanced shorter long waist, you can see those on the Pinterest boards. And I use a lot of abbreviations like B for balance, S for short, or SW for short waist, triangle T, inverted triangle IV. I'm sure you can figure it out. Today, we are going to have an epic show about uh, the circle and the square. And uh, I believe that dressing well and knowing why you dress the way that you do creates confidence and empowerment because you can then go and select your clothing according to your book that you buy from Amazon.com and listening to this show those coupled, after buying your book one to find out which body shape and waist length you are, will make you feel stunning and very chic and marvelous compared to not knowing. 
So I am starting with the circle body shape. I'm going to speak in terms of the circle and the square together today because of our mic problem. We lost a little time, and I just want to make sure I get all of this material in. The circle body shape is shoulders, waist, and hips being approximately the the exact same number, but also with extra girth in the abdomen and the stomach area. This is not the case with a square. With a square, the shoulders, the waist, and the hips are approximately the same number, but also the rib cage is straight, and it has nothing... uh, the stomach and the abdomen are, are flat. So the square is not the same as, a rect, as the rectangle nor the circle, but the circle and the square are the same a lot in terms of the clothing that is selected. And a square usually has short legs or is a shorter person. Sometimes a square can be taller, like myself, who's 5'7", but 5'7 but I still consider myself more of a square because I have broader shoulders and uh, I'm like 38, 33, 38. Some say I'm hourglass, short-waisted. I'm going with square to hourglass, short-waisted, but I I feel I look more like a square, okay? That's just me. So I'm going with that because I don't have the full 10 inches from waist to uh, shoulders, anymore, as I did in my young teens and 20s. Uh, The balanced waist and four also square, balanced, short, and long-waisted, I have a very uh, excellent concept that has been working for me and working for many, many of my clients as it relates to background dressing, and that is to wear a solid color in the background, like I like black. Most people look good in black or navy or chocolate brown. You may have another favorite dark color. But I think on all of these shapes, the, all of the circles and all of the squares, deeper, darker shades are best. However, with the squares, keep in mind if you're more of a dainty square or a square In general, I do think you can wear a multitude of colors, a multitude of brights, patterns, and deep, rich colors. I think both of these body shapes should stay away from pale colors and white or cream. I think the pale colors, except for a blouse or maybe a tank top, and upon occasion, a color within a dress, of course, But it doesn't elongate the body. It doesn't minimize the body nor elongate the body. And when we're talking about acceptance of your body shape, it doesn't mean to pretend like you're an hourglass long-waisted. It means to acknowledge your body shape, love your body shape, how it is, and dress the very best that you can for your body shape. It isn't ignoring it and wearing a light, pale, pink dress if you are a short-waisted circle or a short-waisted square. It isn't going to make you look the most beautiful that you possibly can, which is my interest. With the backdrop drop dressing, when the tank 
or the top is the same dark color as your bottom. And you can often wear black opaque hose. I'm so glad that hosiery is back because I find it really fantastic for elongating the silhouette um, vertically, as Laura Tanzer spoke about, and vertical dressing by adding either a long lean vest or a 7-8 length or a 3-8 length vest or a jacket. And again, a jacket appropriate to your height and your width of your body, the width of your body, and both squares and rounds can do that. And I love that without a waist, without a belt, and without seeming going across in a horizontal manner on your clothing, be that a coat, a jacket, a dress or a blouse, or an evening gown, or a little black dress. And your jackets should have the besom or the buttonhole-looking vertical pockets or no pockets, no big patch pockets, no great big pockets on the front, no side seam pockets. And if you find a jacket that's perfect in every way except for the side seam pockets, you can remove them and have them sewn up. I've done it a million times. Well, at least a thousand times. And this will give you a longer, leaner, less bulky look. Items to stay away from are shine. Anything with shine adds weight, whether it's charmeuse, sequins, embroidery. All of this adds bulk to the body, which is what you don't want to do, okay? You don't want a lot of superimposed embellishment on your garments, ruffles, fringe, um, you know, sometimes this is for the circle particularly, some squares, depending on how wide you are and how bulky you are, fringe is absolutely fine, especially if it's at the bottom of the skirt only. I'm just talking about a tiered fringe dress. It's probably not the best. It just depends. It depends on how wide you are. If you're taller square, I mean, I would wear one because I'm taller square, Okay, but I think the boxy stiff garments are not good for squares. They're not good for rounded. Uh, Horizontal stripes are not good for either square or round. And adding the bulk through shine doesn't work. I've already mentioned how much I love black, but it doesn't mean you cannot wear prints and patterns. You can, but pay attention to the fact of their size and spaced out prints meeting like it's a royal blue or a dark black and the print is spaced a little bit meaning you see a lot of the black and some of like say a polka dot or, or a pattern or poppies or prints or flowers you can do that and you can do smaller prints, and you can do medium-sized prints if they're spaced out, particularly look the best. I do think artistic clothing is good for either of these shapes. And what I mean by that are the geometric shapes, be they triangle over a square, a triangle dress over a round body, um, a and, and what I particularly love are the uh, 
shapeshifters. And what I mean by that is if you buy a dress and it's a dark color in the back, whether it's a dark teal, a dark navy, a dark burgundy, a dark black, a chocolate brown, a dark gray, and in the center of that dress, you see a lighter colored, uh, say a light pink, (laughs) or a lighter color like a periwinkle. Periwinkle is the Pantone color of spring 2022. So say in the center of this black dress, there is an hourglass shape cut out, and it's superimposed on the black, dark background or whatever dark color it is. That is an insert, and I call that a shape shifter, because when you look at the body, you look at that hourglass, and you don't so much pay attention to the black. You see that longer, linear linear hourglass. Also, another way is is with shapeshifters, is having pieces of fabric, having a PC dress or a PC jacket or top or vest or sweater that is asymmetrical. And it is as- and it uses asymmetry in such a gorgeous way that it skews, it skews the eye. And you can be wearing this over your backdrop dressing or you can be wearing it as part of a dress, okay, the dress could maybe half the body might be a triangle and the other half might be a square and a rectangle down the skirt. It almost looks like a print and it becomes a side print. It's usually on one side of the garment only, but it creates asymmetry. And I love to use asymmetry with circles and squares, whether you're balanced, short-waisted, or long-waisted. And when keep in mind when you are a circle or a square, if you have fabulous arms and legs, show them. They are your assets. And I'm all about featuring and focusing on your assets. You have great hair, great face, great arms, great legs. Keep that in mind when you're looking for your clothing, whether it's backdrop dressing or shapeshifter, because you can find evening gowns with cut-out patterns in the center of the dress that leave black on either side. And that cut-out could be an incredible design of some some type. It could be abstract, but it could be just a beautiful cutwork type effect that's done with fabric, the same fabric as the dress. We're not asking to add bulk with lace or ruffles or anything like that, but these insets that create the shapeshifters are stunning. And if your arms are fantastic and you have the leaner shoulders, shoulders are like the last to go on anybody. I know I still love those drop sleeve shirts and dresses that have like a kind of medium width strap and then the shoulders show and the and the sleeves are long. I love those or the sleeves are shorter. You can wear tops, dresses, you can take a mini dress and lay it over your trousers or your leggings, but you know they're getting away from leggings and skinny jeans right now trying to promote in fashion fit and flare, and straighter leg trousers, and trousers that fall from the hip straight down. That's Tim Gunn's favorite 
favorite trouser. The um, I'm looking at a dress here that is uh, not quite a spaghetti strap, but it's sleeveless, and it has the hourglass in the center, uh, the shapeshifter of a long gown. That could definitely be your uh, essential long black dress. And then you could layer sweaters or jackets or shawls or um, long vests over this dress to change it up for various events that may come up that you need a long dress. I also think with circle and square, depending on the width of your uh, your um, rib cage, you might be able to wear empire dresses and cap sleeves and short sleeves, whether the dress is long or short, but in a solid. I prefer a solid. And you can try it on. If the pattern looks great, go with the pattern. If the stripe looks great and it's vertical, go with that. I also feel that the, I think by looking at the person, I like uh, to add width to the shoulders. Adding width, width to the shoulders, and there are various dresses like that. You can add uh, width to your upper body, and then it makes the lower half of your body look narrower. I, I also think you can do layers. You can do a layer under a jumper, a layer over a cap sleeve, uh, dress, say, for work, at whatever length looks the best on your knee. You can also wear a coat over your dress in the same fabric or something similar that has maybe piping going in a linear fashion. If you can't find that, even decorative arms on the jackets. I'm all for these creative looks, uh, you know, fabrications that are printed on the sleeves to me look great, and particularly on the back of a coat or the back of a layering piece. And this is where you can also use your patterns as a vest or a coat over the dress that you either keep on or take off. Uh, Shoes. I want to bring that up before I forget. Your shoes and your boots could be interesting with your day dresses. If you're wearing a lot of dark colors and prints, you can also have interesting shoes. This is a way for a circle and square to add uniqueness and newness to all of their clothing. I like to see a jacket that is the proper length without any pockets and to the right proportion, giving you that two-thirds to one-third proportion, even if your colors are all black. You can do that, especially a square, and rounds can do it also. If you choose to use two colors, maybe with that for a change, do a dark gray with a black, navy and black I love, a dark, deep emerald green, or purple with a jacket over it. And if you have a skirt that is deep and dark and a matching top, you can layer things over that. I love straight lines. And again, if your arms are great, you can go with a one-sleeve dress, fitted and flared if it's flat in the front and no piecing in the front of the dress are great. The uh, dress needs to be uh, fitted and flat, or it can be straight from 
the side straight down all the way to the ankle or to the best length on your body. I think squares look great in high and low dressing. It doesn't mean you have to leave anything out. Round girls can do this the same. I prefer it with a dark opaque hose so it keeps that line going. And whether you wear a jacket or a sleeved dress or not depends all on the shape of your arms and the condition of your arms. Another great idea is to take a long, straight, black T-shirt dress and then layer over that another dress that is maybe fuller, like maybe it's fitted at the top so it looks great, and then it flares or it has a little bit of cascading on the bottom, and that could be a vertical uh, piece of fabric like they used to call it car wash and or that is where you could use your fringe. I also can see on the bottom of long dresses, I've seen some that almost mimic a peplum, but it's after the waist and it's toward the bottom of the dress, and there may be two or three of those peplum-looking silhouettes. If you are a borderline between a square and an hourglass, uh, like I am, I often wear very, very fitted contoured dresses that fit my body because even though I'm squarer, and that really means my shoulders and my hips are the same, my waist just isn't 10 inches smaller or 8 inches smaller than my shoulders and hips anymore. Um, so it still looks good because my stomach's flat. So if you're a square, you can do that. And you can do it with a shorter dress as well. And another thing I want to bring up that I think is a very key part to um, dressing, if you're a circle or a square, is having those eye breaks. You can call it layering, and that's important if you're in cold climates, if you have a cold climate. But I particularly like layering just to break the eye if you're in warm climates like I am in Arizona, just to break the eye. And that can be a collar uh, on your uh, shirt or jacket, and, and then it can be the end, the bottom of your jacket, which I like to only wear longer and leaner because I'm short-waisted, and I suggest that for anyone who's short-waisted not to do the short jackets, but instead to do long, lean jackets with no bulky pockets. And I do my jacket. That's what the bottom of that is one. The collar is one. And then I can wear a long lean dress underneath and no hosiery and whatever shoe I want. And that becomes a three eye break because my skin is very light. It creates a break at the bottom. If you wear hosiery, you won't have that break and you'll have, you'll have that, that actually is like if the, if the jacket has a collar on it, that could actually be a four break for a square. But obviously, the more obvious breaks would be a dress with a different colored collar and then a vest that is a different length than the dress. Then you've got three different eye breaks. And if the short, if the dress is short, that would make your fourth eye break. So I hope you're understanding what I'm saying about this. And this could also be the same color or it can be a different color. If you're short-waisted, it's okay, even if you're a square, to wear a different color of top than you would a skirt and then have that jacket or that vest be 
pick up the same color as the skirt or the top. So you're not working with too many colors, okay? But that break on, say, a white shirt over a black skirt with a black vest, the shirt becomes a break. And then the black skirt, if it comes all the way to the ground and you've got on black boots and you don't see any skin, there isn't a break there. But the vest, that may be, if you're a square, a pattern, that becomes another eye break, okay? And I think it's very good to roam the eye around. That's what I like about asymmetry, and that's what I like about this layering, the uh, various layers that create the eye breaks. I really do love on squares and circles maxi dresses and long lengths on the skirts, like maxi length, because, again, it elongates that body. But if you have rocking legs, like I do have clients that have the most gorgeous legs, and they are circle, and they are square, I am not one of those people. But if you are one of those people with gorgeous legs and small ankles, then you should, of course, enjoy wearing shorter dresses and skirts and even shorter uh, above the calf. I say when you do midi, make sure it's above the calf or below the calf. It's either T-length or above the calf. Breaking the calf is not good on anybody. That's just not a good look. Particularly, I want to move into trousers, so particularly capris uh, are, are not good for circles or squares. Capris just break the body. I don't like them on most people because they... <clears throat> break the body at a, at an unfortunate place. And if you have to wear, like me, a longer, leaner tunic or a longer, leaner jacket, you're definitely not going to get that. Um, you're just definitely not going to get that two-thirds to third uh, divine proportion by doing that. You're going to have way, going to have a square in the middle of whatever body you have. So if you're a petite or a shorter girl, just stay away from capris. They're just not for you. And I would say that is also for um, anyone that wants to look the very best that they can. I would go with the longer, leaner pants, the longer, straighter pants, or the fitted in the flare trousers. You can do, however, as a compromise, ankle length. Because ankle length can be a flare or a straight length, and you can show your beautiful shoes. And you can even wear stockings, or I'm talking about socks, like uh, the glittery ones or the pattern ones, or black uh, hosiery underneath your trousers if you want. I've seen people do that, that want to elongate their legs. So just keep in mind your assets. And keep in mind what you want to accentuate and what you don't want to accentuate. And remember, if you have great shoulders and arms, show them in the spring and the summer. And even for evening dresses or, or your little black dresses, go ahead and show that. I think that square, if you are long-waisted or balance-waisted, you can even do a shorter peplum-type jacket or vest. To me, they look good. I have seen on fairly narrow um, squares, I have seen dresses by Remy Brooke in prints where the dress somewhat is blue sawn on the top. It sounds terrible, but in a lanky fabric, 
especially if you're showing your arms. I have seen young girls with backless, uh, sleeveless, somewhat blouson, lanky fabric patterns, uh, mini dresses that they can actually get by with that. I think it's very rare, but I'm bringing it up because if you're young and you're watching, because I have had emails from 24- and 25-year-old girls that can wear a lot of different things even though they are squares and circles. So I'm bringing that up about uh, squares. And and again, a square may, if they're balanced or long-waisted and not super wide in width of the body, can tie something right uh, at their waist because they're long-waisted and and balanced-waisted, and that could be a different color uh, but the same hue as the tank and the trousers. It could even be the shirt underneath the jacket could be a print, a stripe, or a pattern. I like to keep the jacket and the bottom, the jacket and the skirt, or the jacket and the maxi skirt, or the midi skirt, or the trouser, to be approximately the same hue, dark, deep. And then the shirt underneath that the jacket's tied over could be a pattern that picks those colors up. And maybe it doesn't pick that color up. It just looks good on the person's skin. I also want to bring up that with a long-waisted circle or square, I also, well, particularly a circle, and if the circle's more oval, keep in mind, uh, it could be someone who was a rectangle that's tall, that now has abdomen and belly, or maybe has been working out and has so much muscle on her body and and had a protruding rib cage and from so much Pilates has a much larger rib cage and back and a stomach from maybe having triplets or four kids and is now an oval, you can layer that. Even in a wintry uh, country or place on the, on the globe, you can wear a, I would suggest for this, do it like background dressing, longer, leaner tunic, your longer trousers with no ankle showing and your boots. They can be low or high. I like all kinds of shoes on rounds and squares, all kinds of shoes. Yes, you can wear the longer, leaner boots and taller, and lots of my shorter women think that these longer, leaner boots over the knee make them look taller and leaner. You know, the jury's still out on that with me because I really am in love with short boots. I just love them. And I love short boots that have open toes for the spring and the summer, which we're coming into. And I'm just a lover of short boots all the way around because you can wear them in any season. And I really don't think they shorten the leg, especially if if you are a, a circle or a square. I say go for those short boots anytime you want to. And I like the longer, leaner tunic. Yes, I do. Uh, and then you can layer a sweater, maybe a cardigan that is almost as long as that or a little bit longer than your top, and maybe some fringe or some... Even, could you even have a ruffle or a different pattern, perhaps, uh, linearly, uh, like 
like the car wash in patterns. I've, I've even added that to cardigans to make them longer. I had Rini Antonucci take a printed olive green jacket I had that was tie-dyed and handmade, and I had her add a piece of fabric at the bottom that was studded to make it like three inches longer because the jacket was always too short and it hit me right at the widest part of my body and I wanted to bring it down a little bit so it was longer and leaner and it looks amazing. You can do the same kind of thing with your, whether it's a t-shirt that you bought at Target for $2 on sale, you can buy gorgeous, fabulous trim almost anywhere in a fabric store or online on Etsy, and you can do car wash pieces, or you can do uh, a just a different bottom all the way down, make it longer. <clears throat> That's what I like to see. Mine was studded and longer, and it was about a four-inch wide trim. It was probably for draperies. I don't care. Found it. It was gorgeous. Actually, Rena found it for me, but it's gorgeous. And I get compliments on it anytime I wear it. And I pair that with mustard and olive green pants. Olive green pants, mustard shirt, and that olive printed jacket that has a tiny bit of mustard, but probably no one notices but me. And it makes a great look. Because the jacket I keep closed. I use a big citrine brooch and close the jacket so you don't see the difference between the hues because the only the neckline of the top shows. But you can do the same, and then you can layer over that another vest if you want to. You can do all kinds of things. You can layer a dress with a an elbow-length sleeve and layer that over a pair of trousers or a maxi skirt or a midi skirt if you're wearing dark hose that match the darker skirt. And the darker skirt could be a pattern if it's small or if it picks up the color of the dress that's above it. I prefer the uh, pattern of the, that's going to be used. I prefer that pattern to be in the dress that you layer over the bottoms. That's just so the bottom and the shirt you wear under the dress is black. So it could be a jumper type dress or a real low V-neck that might not look that great on you because you're shorter and the V's too low. Well, you could put a T-shirt under that. I look for things like this when I look for things on sale, things that are of better quality than I'd be able to pay for at regular price. I wait for these things to mark down, particularly in natural fibers. Natural fibers help your body breathe. And I prefer to do that. However, the jerseys that they're making today, whether they're rayon matte jersey or even the poly jerseys, are way better than they used to be. And I suggest doing a tight knit, meaning the knitting of the jersey is small and not shiny because it just looks better. But it's great for travel, we know that, but it's also great just for wearing because it doesn't wrinkle or anything. Another thing you can do with trousers, or uh, what I love the fitted and the flare, as we've talked about, but the flare shouldn't be too big or too wide or too extreme if you're shorter, okay? And I would say even for medium heights, the fit flare, the boot cut, 
needs to, you need to watch the size of that unless you're very, very tall. Then if you're very tall, have at it. Very tall meaning five, five to, you know, six feet. I think a five, five can wear a pretty big flare. I also, um, like, uh, asymmetry tops. When you layer them with your trousers or your jeans that are fitted in flared, a great asymmetry top. You can layer a skirt over it, like a mini skirt, or uh, even a max um, a maxi or a midi. Midi or mini will show the eye breaks, and you can even wear a jacket over that. Longer, leaner jackets, unless you are very, very long waisted and. And not too wide of a square, again, you could go to a bit of a shorter jacket if it looks great on you and gives you that two-thirds to third proportion that we're talking about to have uh, divine proportion, uh, the most beautiful proportion in the entire universe, in nature and in man. So that's, I think I've done enough to give you an idea that you can layer and have shape shifters. I think I will move to outerwear like coats and jackets. And I think it is very important to keep in mind this is a place that all circles and squares and any short-waisted of any kind of body shape can do and should do because it's a fun, fun thing to do. And that is to take a coat and make a canvas out of it. Uh, use it like you would an art canvas. I don't mean use canvas as a fabric. However, you probably could. But I'm talking about taking a color like black or purple or a deep, dark burgundy. I would probably use black, but you can use deep navy and in my books, you'll see where my illustrator, David Russell, who's just fabulous illustrator, illustrated a coat with a bumblebee on the back. And he did all of this, like Paisley or prints and whatever. You could even be jeweled that if you wanted to. If you're the artistic type, you should do it. You could even make it on a separate piece of fabric and then sew it onto your coat. Or you could take a favorite... I've done this with T-shirts and um, jackets that are denim that I bought that don't look good on me, and, but they have all this uh, studying or a gorgeous uh, sunrise or a gorgeous photo on the back or pattern on the back that I loved. I've taken them and had them painted onto the back of jean jackets or black jackets uh, or I have cut it out and added it to the back of a denim jacket or a uh, black longer leaner jacket. I usually use the ones I've had a while and I'm tired of the jackets like the black jacket that if it's a key essential item and it's getting a little shabby I may cut the sleeves off a little bit or add a different lining, add something to the back, add some pattern to the sleeves. When you pay an investment price for a jacket, you're not going to just get rid of that so fast. You're going to see what else can I do with this. And this is particularly good if they're hard fabrics versus knits, but you can do it with knits. You can certainly do it with knits. I think... 
my time is running out, and I'm going to end, uh, cut this a little short by just saying that I will give you another great idea that I like to do about collars because I love these jackets. I've had them 20 years, and I've loved what I had done. I also had Rena Antonucci do it, and that is sometimes when you have a collar that stands up really well, and then after you wear it for a while, the pointed collar, there's lots of people with long necks, and if you're shorter and you're longer-waisted, you usually do have shorter legs on a long neck. Okay, and that long neck looks really good with a ruffle collar, a stand ruffle collar, or a standard pointed collar. I have been known to take these in to Rena, take in shirts, take in jackets to Rena, have her take the original collar off, make a new collar and put some wire in it with a little snap that I can undo and pull the wire out. And with that tiny bit of wire, I can stand that collar up and I can get another 20 years out of that jacket or that shirt. If you have a white shirt and you love it, but the collars had it and the cuffs have had it, no need to throw it away. Get rid of the buttons, put new buttons, put a new collar, put a new cuffs. Especially if they're amazing fabrications or you've had it altered to fit you. Don't be so quick to throw it out. You can actually change many of your clothing just by going to a, a great tailor or seamstress. She should become your best friend. Because we don't need as many things as we do to have them look fabulous on us and be able to alter and change them to continue to love them. Because clothes don't wear out so quickly if they're a little bit better. That is another thing I've found. If I pay a little bit more for my clothing, it just so happens, you can find a whole lot marked down on these sites like YOOX and OutNet and even even Threads and The Real Real and Tradesy, you can also find things there. Okay, I'm going to have to cut now and go to a commercial break, and then I will come back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. C. Melody Edmondson has created a book series, The Space of the Waste. The book series may be found on Amazon.com. You'll want to purchase book one first. Your fashion guide based on body shape and the space of the waste. This is a new method of measuring, including the first guidebook. There are a total of 19 volumes that focus on different body shapes and waist lengths and how to make the space of the waste work for you. Find the Space of the Waste guides on Amazon.com. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. 
Play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. You are listening to The Space of the Waste. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to thespaceofthewaste at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hello. This is your host, Melody Edmondson. I want to thank you very, very much. I am so thrilled that you tuned into my show today, The Space of the Waste. It was a little unnerving for me today because I used my cell phone, which you think I'd be used to speaking on, instead of my mic and my headset and my big computer, but we got through it and it went, I think it went really well and I got out all the information I wanted to give you. The next time we talk, I will give you some names on Etsy that I'm having much success with their clothing being of high quality and low price. So I will do that next time, and I will see you with Linda Rompel next week. She will be talking to you about catalog and everything that she did for Philips Van Heusen, one of the very largest companies in the world. This is me signing off. See you next Tuesday. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Space of the Waste. Please join host Melody Edmondson again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and Noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you next time.